Hello, anybody. Uh, welcome to the first episode of Four Color Ultrasound. I'm your host, Dieter, with um, Mike. Mike, <laughs> my friend Mike. Uh, we're just <laughs> two friends that read uh, a couple comic books together and conversate about them. So we decided to record a podcast talking about them with you. It's a spoiler uh, review podcast, I guess. So. Yeah, if you haven't read the books we're going to talk about, you better. So, I don't know. What else you to better. say? You better. <laughs> Good job throwing everybody. Well, I'll say we're going to spoil them, so if they don't... <laughs> we know where you live. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one threatening them. So, we know Mike's a psychopath. <laughs> and uh, he knows where he lives. <laughs> So you better read the books. <laughs> but uh, yeah. moving on. So, like I said, we just uh, read the book, a couple books, a lot of DC together, and uh, have conversations about them. Sometimes talk a little bit in depth, sometimes not so much. And uh, so today is, uh, we're going to be going over books from June 5th, 2019. So, yeah, here we go. First book up would be... Batman 72, uh, written by our favorite Tom King, <laughs> drawn by Michael Janine, I believe, and who is it? Jorge, Jorge Fiones, I believe, also. Fornes. So, yeah. Fornes. Don't know. So, yeah. So, you know, it says right there on the cover, if the dark of night loses, Gotham falls, and... That statement has nothing to do with this because it's a clip show book. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know why they... <laughs> uh, yeah. The Fall and the Fallen Part 3, a recap of everything that's happened so far, except for the button, for some reason. <laughs> because isn't... Okay, that's what I don't get, because right to the end we'll get it. Like, the narrator is uh, Thomas Wayne. You just spoiled the ending. I know, I said it was, they better read them. <laughs> But at least when we go through it, you'll, you'll no, get no, to the but big I wanna, like, final just, page and you know it's him. It's like, wait a minute. I really think he's part of this group. I'm so confused. But I want to get it right off, like right from the beginning. It's like they go. he goes over everything, which is it's weird from the beginning because he's been with him for – he was already wrestling with him naked, right? He's already mm-hmm. with Bane. He's already been like hanging out with him. So he, like, You're talking about he Batman was, and Bane. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thomas Wayne, they've already been together, but like now, this is him being like, "What do you want from me?" But like, they never go over the button that brought him there. So Bane didn't have, and then it's like, if he's asking Bane, "What do you like? How do I help you?" Like, oh, I've seen you do everything, and now I want to offer my help. It's not like Bane wanted him there, so it's like I don't. Am I wrong? Is Thomas Wayne not there because Bane wanted him there? I had no clue why Thomas Wayne was there. It just in the button, it felt like it was just a <clears throat> surprise ending, and that was it. Oh my God, his father from the universe is here, and I never understood what was going on. But I thought they even like it already made it out to be a plan that he was there because he he told Bruce like unlike when he fantasized about his mom, where she's like, "Don't stop." His dad was like, "Don't be Batman." <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah. So a... are you saying? Yeah. My other thing is, I don't know at the end of this book. What period of time is this taking? Because everything Tom King does in this whole series, he keeps jumping back and forth, almost page to page. So he's jumping throughout history. <clears throat> this, this is whole now. Thing is just now. recap. So this is now him asking him what to do. Well, no. Okay, the narration might be in a different time. I think that I think that's what it is. The narration was but the original. But why would? But the narration brings you up to now, mm-hmm. and it ends on the last panel. That's now because look, he just did the. This was like the fight from the previous issue, right? The, they were in the manor. Yeah. And then, you know, he breaks him and stuff. Broke his but back. The the narration brings you up to the current. Yeah, I I don't get it. I still don't understand what his plan is, really. <laughs> Let me recap this whole thing. When I read about this online, Tom King and, and all the solicits and everything are talking about, find out how Bane put this all together. And all it did was recap what we read. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we already knew all that. You didn't really explain anything new. 
Well, I think it's what is he leading up to, right? What is he trying to do to get like? Because he's he's trying to get Batman to like mentally just break, right? Mm-hmm. So like that's what it is. Like, what is he going to do? Like, what does he have to keep on doing to get Batman to that point? And he's done all this stuff so far, but it's like, what is he like? Yeah, like you said, what are they? Br- and it was like, I don't know. Everything's like a tease. He was like, "Oh, he's gonna do. He's gonna marry Catwoman." No, he's not. And I was like, "Oh, he's gonna kill somebody." No, he's not. And the, you know what I mean, like the jokes and riddles. Like he was, he was about to kill the Riddler. Yeah, like, which he's also taking credit for, right? So he's like, "Oh," but the Joker stopped mm-hmm. him, right? That made even less sense. You can't. Uh-huh. If you kill your dog, so it's like. I don't know, like, they've already done all these, like, what else is there? I don't like, know. if he's not going to get him married, if it's like, all right, so yeah, that's not going to change. And it's like, well. I, I still say that's what's going to happen. And his, now his, this used to be a 105 page, well, it's going to be a 100 page story, then 105 because of the button, <clears throat> which Tom King didn't write. And then now he's been kicked off to his own series called Batman Catwoman. I still say he tries to marry, he marries him off at the end. And that's the big surprise. But what what is but that doesn't have anything to do with Bane. That has nothing to do with the Bane storyline. This is Bane from the get. It's not killing Batman because he was going to kill himself on that airplane in the first issue, and Bane's responsible for Gotham and Gotham Girl. So he could have been dead already. Bane stopped that so he could, you know, get that team together to get him to fall. You know, and he's like he brought them together, Catwoman and him together. And then he broke him apart. And then that had, you know, now he's like, it's like, what's. What's Bane's point? <clears throat> when he could have killed him in the just first like, place or had him kill himself in the first place? What's the point? Yeah, what's he doing? Like, it can't be. Like, yeah, maybe they end getting married. Big whoop. But that's like, what is Bane doing? What does he want to do? What does he, like, what does he want? Ba- like, now, like, he has to have. Is it just have him stop being Batman? Because they just should have him kill himself on the plane. Issue one. Or let him get married, and then he wouldn't have been Batman anymore, and he wouldn't have done a good job. So yes, it's I not that. It. So what is it? What He wants Batman to do something crazy? Like, he wants Batman to become, like, the bad guy or something? I don't know. He hasn't alluded to that, but if that's what, like... All it is, all, it, all I've ever seen he already is punched he wants the shit out of uh, Batman. <laughs> it's a game. It's basically all it is. He wants him to not be Batman anymore, or be broken, or torture him. I don't. I don't get it. <clears throat> like I said, he should have let them. He should have let him fly the plane into the river. Who cares? He was already there. He was like, "All right, I'm done." Woo. But now he's got him punching Tim Drake instead. Yes, I agree. <laughs> it's pretty awful. I don't understand what the plan <laughs> <So> is. <laughs> I guess we can find out what it, you said. It, you told me it was a. That's another thing. If anybody's still listening to this for some reason, uh, <laughs> Mike, uh, I don't read a lot of the solicits or news or rumors, and Mike does, and he kind of fills me in on stuff here and there. But I ask him not to too much. But later on, we will do a part of uh, it, uh, the, the news with Mike. But what I was going to say was, you told me this is now only eighty-five issues. Yeah, right. something like that. <clears throat> so it's almost over. We'll find yeah. out. Soon. Well, well, but that's the thing; it won't be over because he's going to be writing Batman Catwoman and finishing the story there. Well, that could just be like, you know, how Snyder never really stopped. I mean, he's still going. Like he ended it. He'll end the story, but then yeah, he'll continue it. But <clears throat> I, I, I have know. a feeling it's just going to continue because King did not want to be knocked off. You know, kicked off this. He didn't want to finish. Then he should have wrote a better story. Exactly. Right. Should have pissed everybody off. <laughs> and needed a needed a bodyguard at at Comic Con. Did he? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Did I tell when's, you about that? Yeah. Well, is when's the new one? It's coming up, right? The new one, yes. Uh, a couple weeks. Oh, okay. Are you going again? No. Oh, didn't get, get like you could have done Johnny on the spot. I know. Recordings. Well, Comic Con makes no sense. I thought, I mean, not that it makes no sense. It's so insanely popular that you, if you've gone the year before, the next year you have priority. There's a separate day where you get, 
you know, the online, um, uh, what's it called lottery to get in. <clears throat> and I didn't get that. So, so even that was, was knocked out is, is really hard to get, even if you've gone the year before. Oh, so you're not allowed to go? Not that you're not allowed to go is you, there's a lottery to get, to get in. Right. So there's a, first there's a lottery for people who went the year before. Uh-huh. And then there's the, the general, the gen pop, uh, lottery. So I, I tried for the lottery where you went the year before and I didn't yeah. get picked to, to buy a ticket. And so I didn't even try. I don't think I even tried the second one. I see. So, yeah. Well, it's like elitism at its best. It's like worse than Costco. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <clears throat> but anyway, it was kind of funny. And I, as much as I hate Tom King's writing, the guy's kind of funny. It was fun listening to him at Comic-Con. And when he brought the bodyguard out and made fun of that whole, you know, the, of all the people that were pissed at him for not marrying too off, that was pretty funny. doesn't make it worth it this book, of course, because it's terrible. Well, you know, if he wasn't going to make them, ma- I mean, we're trying to move on, but <laughs> if he wasn't going to have them marry, shouldn't have had the big wedding issue and they shouldn't have had all those tie-ins leading up to the wedding. Like the va- I don't know. That was just, uh, just a cash grab. But yep, anyway, completely. moving on back to being positive. If we ever were, <laughs> uh, Deathstroke, Deathstroke number 44. Mm-hmm. Written by Priest, drawn by Fernando uh, Pissarian, I believe. I don't know how to say Pissarian, but yeah. I hope that's who it is. Pissarian? Yeah. Deathstroke R.I.P. Part 1. Farewell. Final farewell from the Legion of Doom. Now, I could, just like the last issue, jump to the end here and ask a question about what's happening. Because I'm always confused, it seems. But bring it. Oh no! Did you like this one? Did you read it? Are yeah, you? it's good. Yeah. Yeah, this whole book. Yeah. He's the one that got me into this book. <clears throat> I didn't like it at first. I wouldn't have stuck with it because he really does jump around the story. But awesome. um, and he never stops either. It's like it's always going. And this one does something that I think is. I'll explain it once I guess later. But I think it's pretty cool. Oh no! He has to. I always wonder how he, how far out he has to plan these stories, mm-hmm. because it always seems like stuff ties in from so long ago. But like this one seems like an example of. Uh, this one right off the bat. Okay, so it goes back to Superman. I think it was like issue eight or something, where they brought in Superman. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. <coughs> they go back and the touch on the book. It. And, and I eight. thought at the time, it was because you know. Uh, rebirth had just started. Superman was doing so good. It seemed like a hey, hey, everybody look over here at Deathstroke. Superman's on the cover type of moment, right? And he tied it into mm-hmm. a pretty good story or whatever, but then he brings it back now even more to where it's like, oh, that moment that and uh, that moment that seemed like a cash grab, like as we were talking about earlier, like this, you know, like how they used to put Batman into everything on the new 52 that wasn't selling well. Mm-hmm. They were putting Superman in everything, it seemed, at the beginning of Rebirth. Yeah. And then he brings, and then he did that as well with speaking of when they put Batman in his book, uh, and they brought that all the way back around in Teen Titans, where they're like, just because he ruffled his hair in that book and Deathstroke, remember? Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't know. Those are two moments where it seems like it was almost mandated. Hey, you have to have Superman in your story. Hey, you have to have Batman in your story. But then like he still finds a way to make it a larger part of the story as well. So this starts with the. Uh, Deathstroke's funeral after the name is escaping me of the event that he died in. <laughs> Just read it. Um, Terminus Agenda? Yeah, yeah, the Terminus Agenda. The end of the Terminus Agenda. He was assassinated by uh, Red Arrow spoilers, of course. You know, oops. oops. <laughs> that was from a different week. But like I said, spoiler podcast. So, uh, And then we find out all the... <coughs> have all these baddies that are joined up in one area for the funeral and you get this kind of speaker like a tom did you feel like this was any tom king moment where it cut to all the villains like in a little gridded format talking about deathstroke but later on <clears throat> no it's kind of in the beginning oh yeah i mean it's similar but, but he seems to do this a lot because uh, we're priests in this in this whole series i just thought it was because it was like all the like it seemed Right on the heels of, uh, you know, 
Oh. Heroes in Crisis. Heroes in Crisis, yeah. Where it was constantly doing that little grid where it was, like, showing you one person and then, like, a little caption. Yeah, it's very familiar. Yeah. It, I think it was just soon. So, uh, Superman's watching everybody and he's working with Jericho again to uh, bring everybody. And they Jericho wants to bring everybody down. All the bad guys in one spot. But, uh, Can I jump in here for a second? Yeah. <clears throat> Can I just say this whole this double splash page with uh, his funeral sitting on a pile of skulls with all the villains looking around him and then the, <clears throat> I don't know, the robed people and ninjas all staring on is mm-hmm. freaking awesome. Yeah, it's really good. I don't care if it makes no sense. <laughs> this is what I love about comics. He's just sitting here lying on a pile of skulls over a, fit of, a pit of fire with a bunch of, bunch of bad guys who what, like to hang out or something. And pay their respects well, against to them. It's kind of cool. They explain where they are, right? In the issue, I think it's in the issue pre prior. Okay. We sound like we know exactly what we're talking about. No, I said okay. I believe so. <clears throat> no, I think it makes sense. I think, uh, yeah, I don't remember, but I remember reading where they did mention like why it is where they are. And it's, uh, now you're going to make me look for it. No, yeah, go but for it. But anyway, it's, uh, yeah, so anyway, everybody shows, uh, Legion of Doom shows up, right? And, uh, they're saying they just want to find out, you know, well, I guess skipping a bunch ahead, because it goes back and it recounts a lot of things, and it's Jericho and Superman trying to do this, and spoiler again, I guess you, you just find out that. The Legion of Doom was behind it the whole time, right? Like, they showed up to... They Superman's not really there. Correct. Yep. Which, that's what I was going to get to, is that Superman's there before the Legion of Doom shows up. Uh-huh. But they make that, like, super entrance anyway, like, play hella dumb. Like, we don't know Superman's there. <laughs> Like, I don't know, I just think it's, weird. <laughs> it's really weird to me. <laughs> it is kind of weird. It's a good point, right? And then I didn't really like, think about that, but he's just there. Then they show up. Yeah. So, I don't know. And then, But then uh, Brainiac points out that they came, they wanted Deathstroke on their team, but because he's dead, Jericho's the next best thing, right? Mm-hmm. That's the, the gist of this epi- of this issue that it gets down to. And then, uh, it ends with what Rose picking up Deathstroke's old contracts. So, who will become the new Deathstroke? I was saying Damien because he had the eye patch going on, but I don't know if they'll take it that far. Yeah, I wonder. <clears throat> there had to be a tease for this, was it? Right. Yeah, because you kind of take like you don't really see it anymore. And when he when he's looking in the mirror, yeah, I don't see Damien becoming Deathstroke. It's a possibility, but <clears throat> who's the eye who, patch? I think is this this his scratch of the eye is uh, done on purpose for that reason. Well, who's who else? Well, they posed the question, so it has to be more than one option. <laughs> well, and you got um, Rose Jarko. It's funny because Rose has her hair in front of one eye. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's like oh. Boy. He's got to take the mantle, or do they? But yeah, is, it, <laughs> is it just between Rose and uh, that's and what Jericho? I was saying. Well, it won't be Jer- oh, yeah, I guess Jericho. Well, they're saying Jericho will become Deathstroke. I thought Jericho's gonna go with the Legion of Doom, he doesn't have to become Deathstroke to, but he's basically becoming a bad guy, right? He's always riding the line before this. <clears throat> Superman pissed him off, and now that oh, Deathstroke's no, the dead. Legion Superman wasn't there. No, from off. the past. So that's why oh. he was there to to toy with him. He betrayed his own father for him back in issue eight. <clears throat> oh yeah. But that wasn't betraying. Oh, Deathstroke, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. De- so. Jericho, Superman had Jericho betray Deathstroke. <clears throat> yeah. Well, Jericho wanted to. Yeah, I'm just going by what he says here. Where is it? Oh. I believed you once, Jericho. Betrayed my own father for you. Jericho. I'm not actually here. 
Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, but if you go back and read it, he's like, oh, whatever. Okay. So, yeah, see, that's what they're I mean, changing the past. Like I said, he, he <clears throat> it seems like a quick change for him to suddenly be a bad guy because he was not throughout most of the series. And we haven't found out about who that baby is on the gorilla yet, or gorilla grad yet, have we? Yeah. <clears throat> he showed up in, in Justice League. I don't remember. I just remember him being there. I don't remember where he came from. He gave him the baby. And he was like, oh, yeah. Like, once he figured out who it was, then he's like, I'm going to protect this baby. And then we never did, right? Did we figure it out or just miss it? I don't think we figured it out yet. Speaking of figuring things out, let's figure out our next book. <laughs> uh, well, this is good. This is, a, to me, on the other end from uh, Batman. Batman's ridiculous. This, this is oh, yeah. Cool. The, the Yeah, comparing the two. Especially for the length of Priest's run. Mm-hmm. I think it's been amazing all the way through. And it feels like it's part of the rest of the series, especially with uh, the Justice League showing up. <clears throat> the arc with, um, who, like, Damien, who's Damien's father, mm-hmm. kind of slowed it down a bit for yeah. me. But, I mean, other than that, that was like a minor dip. I that felt like a crossover that he was forced to do. Another. But like I said, he brought it back to, oh, he incorporated a lot more story into it, so. Book three for the week. <coughs> Deceased. DC East or Deceased. Number two. Oh, DC East. It's for East Coast. DC. DC East. DC East. Oh. And they're Deceased. Is it Deceased or Deceased? <laughs> deceased. They are. It is a disease, right? No, yeah. it's not. Well, it's that is actually, it works both ways, doesn't it? Deceased and Deceased. Deceased and Diseased. Oh, no, I've been st- it keeps me awake at night. <laughs> This is why you're having troubles at work. <coughs> I've been running up like every week for the past four or five weeks. Well, how do you know about that. those? What? How do you know about those? <laughs> I told you, hey, hey look, I, I know where these people live. <laughs> I know about what happens to me at work. Uh, and for no reason whatsoever, going to send these write-ups over to Mike. <laughs> what? I said, and for no reason whatsoever, we're going to fax all these write-ups over to Mike. <laughs> so hey, he, he knows. Do you have to put this guy down as a reference? Let me send it to him. <laughs> Let's show him how poorly he's doing. <laughs> exactly. Really stick it to him. <laughs> really stick it to him. Let's see if they keep in touch. Uh, <laughs> see if they bring it up in an awkward conversation on a podcast. Uh, Wait, uh, I just heard Dieter has a podcast. Finally, a plan to set in motion. Finally, we can start to Oh, boy. So, yeah, uh, diseased. Sir, why don't you just deceased. hand him to Dieter himself? <laughs> Does Dieter even know he's being written up? <laughs> no, that's the beauty of it. Uh, you read too many comic books, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Who's even the two people talking in that conversation? <laughs> it's, it's, it's HR and your boss. Oh. <laughs> uh. That's what I picture your job is like. HR and my boss is like <laughs> plotting to get you to talk about me on a podcast for things that I don't know about. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> Comic podcast. Though. Where, do you, where do you think Top King got the idea for Bane's plan? Oh, that's right. <laughs> One f- oh, another segue. Speaking of Tom, Tom Taylor, author of Deceased, number two, six, the miniseries. I got a theory about that once we get to the end of this book. All right, but yeah, so Tom Taylor, he wrote um the Injustice book, which should Started not have on been him. any good at all, but it was amazing. Which was what? Um, it should not have been any good at all because it was based on oh, yeah. Mortal Kombat style uh, DC Comics video game, right? Yeah, well, the story was pretty cool. Like, the the premise of that to spawn the series, right? Where it was just like the Joker kills Lois Lane and Superman's baby. <laughs> let's start a, Let's. Oh, oh, no, it's a pretty good starter for a story. It was awesome. And then it, it makes turns him snap and dark. he, like, kills the... Yeah, oh, it's pretty good. So... 
Yeah, he started on that. He's done some stuff for Marvel as well. And then uh, recently came back to DC, I think, for this. I know he did... I stopped reading Injustice after the second season, I believe. Yeah, Once I've he was off it, they went to somebody else. I was touching on the third. I don't know how far they made it. But then it just turned into like... Uh, I don't know, same thing over and over again. But uh, <coughs> first issue... Uh, we found out about, what was it, the anti-life equation had been, like, digitized, right? And it's coming out of technology, and it's making people go all zombified crazy. So, this is basically DC's answer to Marvel zombies, right? Through tech, yeah, through a technovirus. <coughs> yeah, technovirus, based on the anti-life equation. Which is what we found out in the first issue, and this issue is just... Now everybody finding every uh, everybody in the book finding out what we found out in the first issue. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yes. That is literally all that happens in this issue. It's uh, you know, Green Lantern gets offed, uh, Green Arrow gets introduced, and Diana or Dinah, and uh, we get more Lois Lane, more Superman, and the kids. And uh, you find out Batman's in a Mr. Freeze's suit slowing down his metabolism or whatever it would be to slow down the virus. And he's uh, informing them, every, everybody, what happened, which, we, like I said, we found out in the first issue. And then it ends with <laughs> exactly how the first issue ended with a tease of Batman's death. Because <laughs> you're not sure if it happened. We don't know. Oh, that is true, huh? Right. Next one. So it's like, I want... All six issues to end with a tease of Batman's death, where he like, it's just, who cares what happens in the twenty three odd pages beforehand? Just give me a tease. I think that'd be balls out. Like, they're like you got to write this book. Yeah, you got to write this book, Tom. <laughs> it's like, what's it about? He's like, well, it's just gonna be a bunch of bullshit, right? We're gonna take what you did on Injustice, mix it with some Marvel zombies, and then. You know, have at it. He's like, all right, but uh, can I tease Batman's death at the end of every issue? And, eh, yeah, go for it. Sure, why not? <laughs> so Are there going to be zombies? Are people going to rip their faces off? Yeah, is this Is this, uh, this techno virus going to make people's nails grow all sharp and weird right <laughs> off the bat? <laughs> Shit, yeah, Tom. <laughs> Shit, yeah, Tom. Do it. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> so yeah oh yeah uh green lantern canary canary lantern shouldn't she be yellow i don't know just saying should be yellow because she's a canary get it i get I it good one there Dieter. zing <laughs> should turn her hair green can bullets stop them have we seen anybody get shot yet uh no we have not you haven't seen anything yet. You just saw them eat a bunch of people, right? Basically. Oh, yeah. well, like I said, we just found out what we found. Oh, and is the Joker crazy or not? We don't know. Joker. Harley was like... Well, Joker's standing there. His face is all covered in blood, so you have to assume that he's a zombie. But he could just Harley's be eating something raw, some raw meat or something. Harley Quinn's like, I'm breaking up with Mr. J. Again. Again. When was the last time she was with Mr. J? I don't know. She throws it all in there, though, Mr. J pudding. I think he is crazy, right? Because he's watching like 10 TVs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a sign of being crazy. Watching 10 TVs. It'd be better if you turned normal. And that would be uh, <laughs> the White Knight. Yeah, but without the politics. Without the politics. Just a zombie no. White Knight. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. So I'm interested. Like, I don't know. Keep reading this one. I, 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 don't know, I like it a lot. It, <clears throat> like I said, it's still Tom Taylor. Once Canary turned into Green Lantern. I felt like he's just doing the same thing he did in, in Injustice. I felt like, well, what if I mix this character and this character up? These two what? people never belong together, but I'm going to put them together because I could do what I want. Right? And so this oh, is, ooh, what's, what if Canary became a Green Lantern? That'd be cool. What if Batman was Mr. Freeze for a couple panels? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Would anybody like it? I don't know. Does it matter? No. no that's what I want to do. Try it. <laughs> Let's uh, try it. That's, that's basically what it comes down to. But... They're all zombies and ripping their faces off. 
Has Harley ever broke up with the Joker? Sure. <laughs> can we do it again? Yeah. Yeah, we can do it again. Oh, that's good stuff. And then, wait, hold on. We need to go to this again. So, Canary, <laughs> Green Arrow, and Hal Jordan are all going camping. To get away from technology. You know. I hate camping. I don't know why I'll be talking into this. Because they're very persuasive. They just decided to do it, the three of them. And then uh, Black Canary's yeah, all buddy. persuasive. So she wanted these two guys to go camping with her in the middle of nowhere. Hmm. What, what did she have planned? You know. S'mores. S'mores. Exactly, that's all. And singing around the campfire. So I don't know, that was kind of odd. <laughs> Didn't give a reason for that. Cut that part out. I was going to say, make sure you don't cut that part out. <laughs> I don't edit. <laughs> don't edit. Don't edit shit. Nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> exactly. I don't know, I, I think it's kind of cool. I like this. And I like the covers. I've got the, uh, I wanted to get the Superman uh, zombie cover. Cause, and mm-hmm. all those, because they're doing, I think they're all the covers are all just zombies. The first one's Batman. Second Superman, third one I think is Wonder Woman. But they didn't have it. <clears throat> so I got the next best thing. It's the Nightmare on Elm Street cover. With Nancy sitting there and Freddy with his hand, yeah. claws going down. This is Batman over Poison Ivy for some reason. That's kind of cool though. Diseased got, in Gotham. I got the regular old Bat family attack in the Batman. So anyway, pretty cool. Which is weird because it's the opposite of what's going on. None of the Bat families disease except for. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I guess no. Yeah, no, you're in the first issue. first issue. Yeah. Well, no, Damien's diseased on the cover here, though. So yeah. Like, he's fine. He's fine. So, but Batman's not deceased or diseased or whatever on the cover. So, who knows? Regardless, it's worth worth, worth reading. I like that book. All books are worth reading. It's just whether or not keep reading. Was Batman worth reading? <clears throat> no. Oh, there you go. So you just lied. And someday it will be. Someday it'll be back. And th- at this point, <laughs> it's like a car accident. You just can't stop. Yes. No, I, I agree with that. Speaking of not being able to stop, Justice League number 25. Yeah. Scott Snyder. It is going on for a long time longer. He's still got a lot more story, he said. A lot of story. This one, you know what? I love Snyder. Great. But he has this, I don't know why, but like, I read his stories, and like, this issue, I was like, oh, this, like, well, this whole arc, I was like, this arc feels like it's going somewhere, it's doing something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, something's going to come out of this arc, specifically. And something did, like, you get the Forger as a new mm-hmm. character, but it's like, it just... I feel, I don't know, I'm not, I'm like let down by the endings. The endings always just seem to feel like, okay, everything was built up so high and back to status quo real quick off of like, well, it was hope, you know? Like, it was, it's always yep. something, something always wraps every, every, he makes everything so grandiose, but then like, they aren't, these aren't like huge events shaping, you know, arcs. It's just like, Oh yeah, so here, but I think like I don't know how to complain about that because, like I said, I love the stories all the way through, and it's I think I just it's a little bit of disappointment when it doesn't end as big as I think it should, and I think he's he does that famously for me, anyway. But other than that, I love yeah, I think I really like this arc. Yeah, no, he he's definitely <clears throat> I definitely agree with what you're saying because he, like I said, especially the Justice League books is as grandiose as you can imagine and very weird and like I think he likes to call it bombastic. <clears throat> But that, I think that's the main story he has. He's got a little bit of through line with the source wall coming down and major things are going to happen. And I have an idea of, oh, Lex Luthor's going to become Apex Lex and do all this, you know, through line through the rest of stories. But in each arc, it's like, what happens? I don't know. Superman flies real fast and punches something. It's basically what happened. Well, the other thing, too, is but the Forger awesome. guy's like, oh, Forger's killed by Barbados, but then he comes back as a bad guy, and he's, yeah. like, trying to kill everybody now. So I gotta read Metal Again, I forgot what happened there. With what? With Forger. <clears throat> what do you mean? Like, how did how did uh, Barbados kill him? Like, what was... That was just in uh, in Metal. That was just how... Uh, the Forger was just introduced in that as the one that, you know, he was the world Forger, mm-hmm. but it was all the for- all the worlds that didn't make it 
he kicked down to the side. He would feed to, uh, I think he fed them to Barbados. It was like Barbados was his pet or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Barbados was keeping all the and that all the darkness, and that's what created the dark. Because he ended up uh, turning on the forger, killing him, and then like unleashing all the dark multiverses that he had kept. And that's what the end of metal was, and that's how all the dark multiverses came out. And okay. so, okay. But then in Justice League, I forget what issue specifically, but he says, I think it's Mi- when Mixelplex is explaining what the sixth dimension is. Mm-hmm. Because he says only like four people have ever been able to get in there, and one it's like the forager, uh, you know, the ant monitor, anti monitor, and then their mom. And they said she said, That's and cool. when they he says then when they die they get reassembled in the sixth dimension. So that explained how the forager came back for this story arc. Was just like a threw around like oh yeah so when somebody kills one of these guys they uh, get uh, rebuilt here in the sixth dimension. Oh. But then <laughs> as he came back he's like a dick now he's like. But that was like the whole thing is like he came back and now he's seen all the failures and he's the only one that can. This is the only way to fight is to kill Superman because he just keeps hoping. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> follows him blindly mm-hmm. and they're like, damn it. <laughs> we would have lived if we just didn't hope with you, Superman. But then uh, Batman, as smart as he is. This is like one of the only books where Batman's not like they, he almost made him a dick at the end. <laughs> he was he like, tried, he, they tried to, to make you think he was going to. Yeah, and then he was like, nah, look, you just never... He's like, I I did kill him, but I knew he would do it because he's Superman. <laughs> and also, you never thought about fighting with us? Which, who said he didn't? But yeah, yeah. I guess he was right. I, uh, I think that's kind of cool, though. Yeah, he's a good guy now. He's part of the Justice League. That's what I mean. Like, that's what you get out of it. And it's like an introduction of a character, but then like I just get reminded of New 52 character introductions by Snyder and it's like well are they going to stick around will they not oh yeah mm-hmm. I'm surprised it's not a chick no offense but <laughs> a lot of his characters that he introduced well I yeah in the new 52 yeah so no, that was kind of <clears throat> that was kind of cool and I like that whole thing with Superman flying out of it just flying through space and through all the suns and all that oh yeah Let's go stuff. Oh, the biggest. It wasn't like, is this the one with the biggest punch you ever punched? Yep. Yeah. We are more than we could even imagine. So him, his son, his dad. Even though, <laughs> like, Jonathan Kent's flying. Look at that punch, though. Yeah, like, <laughs> something the, shaped a lot like a fist. And isn't this just, him. I'm sorry, isn't this just like Doomsday Clock, though? In what way? Or Manhattan's like, I see oh, yes. Superman's yep. fist. Like, the last thing he sees is Superman's fist. And then nothing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's, that might be like, look at, and then yeah, the world. Like, I like that, that cut. But uh, I think it looks super cool. And then everything's all breaking up. But yeah, and he's still like, he didn't, it hardly phased him. He just kind of like, like sticking a thumb up a dog's ass. Right? <laughs> just like, Hurr? He just stands Hurr? up. All right, yeah, we'll hang out with you now. <laughs> don't, don't punch me like that that's again. Awesome. So that's a good point. Doomsday Clock end this, <clears throat> or ending with a giant punch from Superman. A lot of the complaints of Superman in the past have always been, all he does is punch people. Well, how else are you going to solve your problems? That's what I tell my kid all the time. Daddy, I want to go talk to them and find out why they're upset at me. No, <laughs> go punch them. That solves all your problems. You bottle that rage until it comes out in the form of a punch. <laughs> That's what Daddy does. So, remember the time Daddy broke the bottle over the referee's head? Remember that? <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> and in this whole series, can I tell you how much I, I really like Jaro? And the guy who's standing here in the, I don't know, at the end of the book, standing on uh, Batman's shoulder <laughs> like a, with an upset look on his face. And he's constantly Which calling thing? him dad, and Batman's like, don't do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> he was he was Robin at one point. Oh, you get the, oh, uh, well, this one's easy, I guess. <clears throat> but I guess the expletive. There was a couple in, I guess, yeah. Where? Well, when he, like you said, when he's on his shoulder, he says, like, how bad is it? He's like, oh, it's shit. Oh. <laughs> he goes, language. <laughs> that one's easy to get. Sometimes they're harder. Yeah. Yeah. Are you okay? Don't call me that. <laughs> we need to get up to speed. 
to hold. But yeah, it. because this one's the anniversary sized issue. It yeah. has the little prologue where, and that's actually written by Tynion Fourth, and uh, drawn by Javier Fernandez. So it's not even, it's uh, not even Snyder all the way through this issue. So. And that's but that the whole bonnet back half is basically a, a recap of um, which one was it? The the special issue that came out the free comic book day special, which wasn't really free. Which wasn't really free. <laughs> it was like and a, it came out on the Wednesday before. Yeah. With where Lex is kills himself and then he comes back as Apex Lex. He's half Martian, half Lex now, and he has an offer for everybody to join the league, which mm-hmm. which is gonna be annoying. No, join league, Doom. Sorry, join the Legion of Doom. And look how much like he looks like Doctor Doom at the end there. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, that's just like he even <laughs> looks all gray and shit in the face. <laughs> I know. He's got the green. I don't know. No, he's. I think it'll be, he looks a lot like Doctor Doom. So this year, the villain's gonna be annoying because it's gonna be an offer. So each each issue that it ties into is gonna be like two pages of him offering with someone. It's gonna be him offering them to join the league. And it's like that's the big connection. Ooh, sounds fun. It's like Villain Month, but for a whole year. Basically. No, because Villain Month is just backstories. I, I'm thinking that's just over the summer, and then later on. Once Are they going to have lenticular covers? I hope not. Oh. Well, okay, fine. The, the, yeah, some of those are nice. It's when they do like the 10 covers, that's a pain in the ass. Or the 52 covers. Mm-hmm. Justice League America, I'm looking at you. Regardless, this is good, and then I think so, two more is coming, and that's like 12 issues or something. Which one? The uh, Justice League. The next arc, I think, is Doom War. Doom War? Doom War or something. Doom War? Doom War. Doom War. I say it's how to pronounce it. It's dumbass. <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's Doom War. <clears throat> uh, but anyway, that's going to last quite a while, and we'll see how that goes. But, like you said, it's weird, because the, the, the Batman book from uh, King goes on forever. You know, you can't stand reading it. This seems to be going on forever, but somehow Snyder's making a lot of fun. Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm not enjoying this. Because he's trying to out Morrison Morrison with, like, his wacky brand of, like, antics and trying to tie everything together. He's giving, like, well, he gave, like, a a whole new beginning to the DC Universe in a, with the Forger and the Modern and the Modern. Got it. What's her name? What is the chick's, their mom's name? I can't remember. It's like Perpetua. Perpetua. Like he created all that, right? Yes. Yeah, that's all Snyder. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's like, I think he's doing what people like. He's like creating story, creating lasting story, creating characters that Mm -hmm. are new, that'll matter for his story that you can always go back to. And then like just, like I said, like every story feels like it's going to change something, but it doesn't. So it's like, like I said, first four or five issues of this i was like oh my god where's it going what's it going to do yeah i'm like little disappointed in the end but then you look back on it and you're like oh no well we got like i said we got a definitive beginning to this whole story we got you know the mult like the dark multiverse and we got you know uh all kinds of crazy stuff Mm -hmm. so i think like but like it's when when i read this issue i couldn't help but the end just be like oh yeah the only thing that changed is we're just going into the year of the doom, the doom tube. Yeah. <clears throat> Temple of Doom. And I'm very curious how he's going to fit in with everything that Bendis is doing. Except the fact that Bendis seems to be more of the street level stuff. <clears throat> and he's doing the cosmic crazy stuff. Uh, Bendis, Bendis keeps saying he's going to change everything. Everybody changes everything. Nothing's going to be the same. Nothing's the way you read same. comics will never be the same. You want to know why? Why? Because we're going to do Mike with the news. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, that moving on. Those are the books that we read together for the week of that. So, moving on to the second segment of our show would be where Mike does something with the news. <laughs> does something <laughs> with the news. Whether he is makes up stories or I try to figure out the real story or something. I don't know. We're working on it, but we'll see what he came up with this week. It's usually pretty good. All right, I'm well. just as interested as all three of you. So <laughs> All three of you? <laughs> you have three people listening? That's awesome. You would hope. Um, 
So I was saying, oh, so yeah, I mean, I guess this is old, and I don't know if we're going to do a, another episode anytime soon, because I've got newer news, but... <clears throat> so remember the three Jokers? Mm-hmm. That storyline? So apparently it is still happening, according to Jason Fabic. So I don't know if he's just drawing it. So three Jokers is now, quote-unquote, halfway done, even though there's no release date. John's and, writing, right? What? John's was supposed to write this, John's right? was supposed to write that. Okay. I'm not sure if he still is. I think he still is. So Jason Fabic is the artist, right? So... Mm-hmm. But so apparently that is still coming, even though there's no release date. And uh, but Jason Todd and Barbara Gordon are gonna have a big part in that. So I'm assuming it's gonna be uh, one of the Jokers killing Jason Todd and one of them shooting uh, Barbara from uh, Killing Joke. Okay. Sounds about right. I don't know. <clears throat> I just thought it was interesting. It actually is coming. Uh, who knows? Oh, okay. And then. Uh, <clears throat> We, uh, we haven't even talked about Young Justice at all. But you know Young Justice... Well, who's the third Joker? Is that the mystery then? The third Joker? I don't know. Well, they didn't really say. Just, it, it, this is what it is. They just said Jason Todd and Barbara Gordon have a big part. They really haven't said what the story is going to be. <clears throat> or if it's going to be Black Label and now have nothing to do with the world as it, as it is. Or if it's going to be... How much do you think that story changed from like when it first was announced? Or do you think everything around the first announcement where it was like, this like remember because I remember it was like in the new fifty because right around that time Snyder was killing off one of the Jokers and making him kind of immortal, and then there was like they found that other Joker right wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was, they almost it had was, it like there were because he said that he had one on in prison or something right and there was another one already fucking shit up somewhere else. Yeah, you ri- think like originally so it was coming think- out of rebirth and it felt like what he's doing with Doomsday Clock where trying to give an explanation as to why there's been so many different stories over the 80 years. But I don't know if that's what it's still going to be. That's what I meant. How much do you think this story has evolved? I'm guessing a lot. Because Jeff Johns has almost nothing to do with the DCU now. Right? I mean, he's he's writing Dude's the Clock, but he's, he's moved on to his own stuff. Hmm. So, I don't know. I, I'm guessing it's changed a lot, but who knows. Um... <clears throat> And then you know how Young uh, Young Justice, <clears throat> Bendis came in with his team. You got all the you know Flash, and you've got a couple of new guys. But then he brought Tim Drake in and <clears throat> brought Connor Kent back yeah. as Superboy, and you uh-huh. got Tim Drake for some reason as Robin. Yeah. So I don't know if this was originally the plan, but he's actually going to get uh, a new costume and a new name next week. Who Tim Drake? This month, Tim Drake. He gets because he got punched like a. Like, then you can't let anybody else see him. Now he's like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I gotta be, man, man. <laughs> so he goes to say with that. So do you think uh, 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 Bendis... Because ever since I remember when Snyder had Batman punch uh, Dick, you know, he hasn't been the same since. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him now. He's, <laughs> he's uh, a like, what now. is he in Nightwing now? No, but what's his name? What? Rick. It's Rick. Oh, that's right, Rick. <laughs> you said, yeah, you went, okay, Dick. I was thinking Damien. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's Rick now. And he's that's still like, Rick. That's still going that's on. That's years. Like he, and he was a grace in between. All kinds of crazy stuff happened after he got punched. Yeah. So, now this is the start. See, Batman punches you. <laughs> Your life's never the same. Never the so. same. So, anyway, go on. So, wow, all I'm saying is he's, so they actually are going forward. So, supposedly, he's getting a new costume. Do you think it's going to be a bird? I have no clue what it is. Do you think it's going to be a bird costume? Another bird name? That's all they could do? Yeah, of course. So it's going to be like Eagle. Well, I be? bet you the real story is they got a cease and desist letter from Red Robin, Gourmet <laughs> Burgers and Brews, and they were like, look, can't do it, WB. It's been going on for years, and they were like, we're getting away with it, Red Robin, Red Robin. It's like, no, <laughs> if you call him Red Robin, we're, then our, we're changing our mascot to that guy then. Like, <laughs> there you go. And every time Red Robin's mentioned in a book, you have to go, yum. Yum. Yeah. Every like you have to put it at the bottom. Like you know how my like Mad Magazine had my dad like uh-huh. written right. Yeah, you have to put it in the corner there. Like has a yum at the very end. <laughs> like th- at least three M's, but it's like the thing where they're like you know exactly that's the minimum. <laughs> where they're going to constantly keep getting letters where they're like, we saw you put three M's, but you know. Yeah. So forget it. Just called Robin. Change his name altogether after that. Give him the costume. They entertained it for like a month as they're trying to figure it out. Purple <laughs> Robin. Like, too tough. But <laughs> he's hanging out with spoiler. We're calling Purple Robin. <laughs> Purple Robin. There you go. 
anyway. Because, like, okay, so they're going to get busy one night, and, like, the ro- like Robin will have to go. <clears throat> Tim Drake needs to get out to fight some crime, right? But he can't find it. It's in the dark, and they're all, like, doing that comedic bit where they're putting, like, each other's clothes on, and then they don't realize it until they're out fighting crime. <laughs> but it's, like, really because Stephanie, like, he just, you know, he slayed her. She couldn't even get out of bed. She couldn't even couldn't feel her legs, right? <laughs> so it was actually, like, an amalgam of his costume and her costume. So he, that's why it's purple. Robin knows what it, that's, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> that's my guess. Fact. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> okay, and then I, I was going to come up with three different ones here, but this is not going to work. But I thought it was kind of funny. So apparently Bat- Batman now has an official Twitter feed. What what would you think? Your first is this tweet real? This is real. Is that real? No, this is real. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you think what would you, but, okay? What would you think the first? I want that job before you even go on to that. I want that job. I, I want to be the person that tweets on Batman's behalf. Exactly. And w- again, what would you think? What is the obvious first tweet that it should be? I am Batman. Yeah, I was thinking. I was going to try and work in like a bird pun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah, like I'm the goddamn Batman. Yeah, or okay, I mean, I'm the goddamn Batman. Fine, but something with I am the Batman. I am Batman, right? It what they tweeted at first was, did somebody light the bat signal? No. Oh my god. Sorry, like I couldn't come up with anything worse than that. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna try that like what would the first tweet have been? That's what I was was gonna try that. What was the first tweet? (laughs) And I couldn't like I'm like, oh this is terrible. Did somebody light the bat signal? Oh my goodness. And like I could have come up with two really bad ones and be like, What the hell? One of these is real. Exactly. You could have get like uh Alfred, how many characters did you say I could use? For like, <laughs> well, they, they, that would be better. Alfred, how many characters is this? God damn it! Oh, man. I've already like, used them all up. Do his tweets like say via the back computer at the bottom and stuff? <laughs> like that's oh, that'd be awesome. I'll have to check it out. Now. Yeah, I'll check have it to out. go find Batman's. I'm gonna follow him. All right. Hopefully, he follows me. Is so that all you got? No, <laughs> no, no. Here we go. No, see how this no, works. no, no. These you guys are in for the full. Here you go. Let's see how this works. All right. So, I found a. Uh, <clears throat> so, somebody had written a a comic book that was a sequel to a Quentin Tarantino movie that was a crossover with another character. Wait. What? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. A comic book that's a sequel to a Quentin Tarantino movie. And what was the last part? That With a crossover. With a crossover. Not only okay. that, the reason I read about it is apparently Tarantino is happy to make this into a movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's okay. going to be his tenth and final movie? What? That's no. going to be his tenth and I, I final think, movie? I think he said he's, he – I don't think he's going to direct it. He might write it. Or he'll or or he's just sanctioning it. Let's make this a movie. So I don't know. Like Quentin Tarantino presents Jet Li's Fearless or whatever that one. Basically, was. yes. But anyway. Okay. All right. So let's go with. <clears throat> Here's number one. Kai and the Bride. Nikki will never forget the brutality in her kitchen that morning, watching her mother get slain. Nor will she ever forget the words of her killer. When you grow up, if you still feel raw about it, I'll be waiting. <clears throat> All grown up. Nikki hears whispers that Kai, of the 47 Ronin, is still living. Nikki travels to Japan in Odyssey to learn all she can about feudal Japan with the goal of finding Kai and training to learn the ways of the samurai so she can finally kill the bride. Is that it? Here's choice number two. Uh, Okay, yeah. Set several years after the events of Django Unchained, Django again pursues evil men in his role as a bounty hunter. Taking to the roads of the American Southwest, he encounters Diego de la Vega, Zorro, by sheer chance. Django hires on as Diego's bodyguard and is soon drawn into a fight to free the local indigenous people from brutal servitude. Okay. Or is it Mr. Pink and Dick Tracy? After the diamond, quote-unquote, diamond heist and the events of Reservoir Dogs, Mr. Pink has disappeared with the briefcase, never to be seen again. Enter the world's greatest detective, Dick Tracy. Hired by a mysterious woman, Dick Tracy goes on a cross-country hunt for Mr. Pink. What was supposed to be a routine job becomes qui- quickly becomes something much more sinister when Dick Tracy learns exactly who hired him and what was in the briefcase. What? Well, there's diamonds in the briefcase. 
No. You assume there was. He just opens it up and it glows. You don't know. No, that was Pulp Fiction. Yes, Pulp Fiction took the one from uh, from. Uh, it was the same briefcase. They, they robbed the jewelry store. The Reservoir Dogs was a the mystery about what they were doing. All right, they knew the score, but anyway, <laughs> they knew the score. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's amazing that like I, I I can't believe you made up two of those. <laughs> that's the hard part. I was like, yeah. <laughs> especially after that first one, like oh, that's a long synapse to make up. <laughs> But uh, the so the bride and uh, Vivica Fox's kid, right? That's who was in that movie. What? It was Kai from Forty Seven Ronin. Oh, from uh, what is it? It's um, what's his name? He's freaking huge right now. Everybody loves him. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Okay, that one. I don't know. Django and Zorro. One was yeah, Pink Django and Zorro. Mr. Pink. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be awesome to watch if you like bring back Warren Beatty and Steve Buscemi <laughs> to have like a movie together. But uh, and like uh, awesome. yeah, Breathless Mahoney. Yeah, oh my god, Madonna. She could reprise her role. Exactly. Al Pacino, big boy. Bring them all back. Bring them all back. Who was Mumbles? That was somebody too. Big uh, boy did it. Big that wasn't Al Pacino. No, Big oh. Boy was Al Pacino. Okay, yeah, was see, Mumbles, the guy that ratted him out. I think it was a <clears throat> Dustin Hoffman or something like that. I don't know. Oh, uh, yes, it might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, big, big Boy did it. <clears throat> they slowed down the tape. But anyway, enough about shitty 80s movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am, I'm going to pick the Django and Zorro because, only because I could see Tarantino being a Zorro fan. Because that seems like some hipstery stuff. Final answer? That's going to be my final answer. Yes, it's only Django and Zorro. <clears throat> you you want to know why else I picked that one? Why? It's the only Tarantino movie I haven't seen. Oh. And it's the one that people love the most. Mm-hmm. And so I I would naturally assume like oh yeah they're gonna somebody would actually write a comic book about it. like it's the only one it's the only movie I could actually picture them. Somebody like being. Weird enough to be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of all those movies, I'm gonna pick Django. I don't know. I just don't like Jamie Foxx. That's. I know it's not an excuse to watch a movie, but. Yeah, especially since I don't think he really he says much in it. <clears throat> it's mostly everybody else. But yeah, so I thought that was kind of odd that there was a Django Zorro crossover. In that a comic is book. odd. And like, oh, let's make that into a movie. <laughs> I 100% can't believe you wrote that entire first synopsis. <laughs> Yeah, that was I wrote. Yeah, I wrote that whole thing. Uh, and then, <laughs> and and you know what? That took me forever because I could not figure out how to combine the bride and another samurai. Like I could, I, I got to find a good samurai crossover, and I could not do it. So I went with forty-seven awesome. Ronin. And I'm like, oh shit, they all kill themselves at the end. So then eventually, I was like, oh wait a minute, <laughs> there's a big legend that they never actually kill themselves and like they're undead or something. I don't know. So like, yeah, that'll work. And now I, I, I truly want. A Dick Tracy, Mr. Pink movie team up. <laughs> I know. Oh, I should have said beforehand. All these ones that I made up are sole property of copyright by Michael Dalton. Uh, patent pat pending, pending. Pat pending. <laughs> <laughs> patent pending, patent pending. <laughs> yeah. And, well, then I guess on that note, we will say uh, that's the end of the show for this week. So, uh, say goodbye, Mike. Goodbye, Mike. <laughs> That's, our, that's a bit that's already been taken. <laughs> it's probably public domain end. by now. It's public domain by now. How are you going to end your podcast? <laughs> you know, some 70-year-old bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's been done to death. Hey, we're, we're original, aren't we? Yeah. And then, well, I guess we do have to have a sign-off. So it would have to be like, you know... I don't know. <laughs> please come back next week. <laughs> oh, please listen. Please keep listening if you haven't already stopped. <laughs> <laughs> you made it through a full hour. Uh, goodbye, Mike. <laughs> goodbye, Dieter. Boom, 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 boom,